This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe Ventilation System exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe Ventilation System. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today. It was there on August of 2017 we saw Klansmen and white supremacists and neo-Nazis come out in the open. Their crazed faces, illuminated by torches, veins bulging, and bearing the fangs of racism, chanting the same anti-Semitic bile heard across Europe in the 30s. So Joe's takeaway was... That racists have fangs. Who knew racism had fangs? I mean, now we don't have to, like, accuse anybody of racism. You just have them undergo a dental exam. That's from Joe Biden's video that dropped today as he officially announces he's running for president. Um, And an interesting idea that he's, uh, at the very least, he's saying that Donald Trump is not morally fit to be president. You could assume that he's saying the president is a racist. Or at least willing to pander to racists. And that, that's a heck of a thing for an opening shot. Why don't we start there with Lon He Chen, the host of the podcast Crossing Lines with Lon He Chen, David and Diane Steffi Research Fellow with the Hoover Institution and Director of Domestic Policy Studies at the Public Policy Program at Stanford University. Lon He, how are you, sir? I'm doing well. It's a big freaking day, guys. It, it, it is indeed. And well said. Hilarious. So, uh, Hilarious. You know, I've heard a hundred times from uh, Democratic strategists and thinkers that we can't make this about Trump. We've got to make it about uh, kitchen table issues and sway in the middle class and the rest of it. This is obviously not running with that herd. Uh, what do you think of it? Well, you know, that's exactly right. And that's going to be the challenge for Joe Biden. He wants to position himself as a reasonable alternative to the rest of the uh, progressive lot that's running for president of the Democratic Party, and he starts off with an anti-Trump message as opposed to one focused squarely on uh, on middle America and on the challenges that they may face in the economy and other issues that, you know, arguably would be 
a sweet spot for him. And, and I think this is going to be the issue with Joe Biden. Can he run a general election campaign during a primary election cycle? And, and my guess is no. No one's been able to do it before. And I think he's going to fall into many of the same traps that his predecessors have fallen into in the past. Yeah, you know, I do. just one caveat to my own thought, though. Uh, poll after poll does say Democrats want more than anything someone who can beat Trump, period. Yeah, well, I, and I think that's right. But and that's what Biden's that, trying to say, I guess. Well, I, I don't know that you demonstrate you can beat Trump by focusing on Trump. I guess that's the point. Yeah, um, okay. And, 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 and it'll be interesting to see, because at some level, the Democrats, you know, they, they do have this fixation with Trump, and they do have this fixation with elements of, of Trump's history and, and Trump's record as president, which are not policy-based, but more character-based. And, and I just don't know if when we get to, you know, August and September of next year, if those are going to be the issues that voters care about. I, I'm not convinced they are. But voters also have a relatively short memory when it comes to these things. So, you know, Biden's strategy today could be very different from Biden's strategy a year from now. Yeah, so we'll I was, have to see how it plays out. I was going to go that direction. So you've been involved in a couple of campaigns. How big a deal is the announcement day anyway in the overall scheme of things? I remember uh, Bernie in 2016, his announcement, which was mocked on The Daily Show because it looked like it was something he threw together in between meetings and he did great, as, as good as, you know, any yeah. campaign in modern history. So how big a deal is it? Well, it's, you know, there's an old saying in campaign politics that you're, the best day of your campaign is the first day of your campaign. Because, you know, from there, the tendency is for particularly the media and for others to begin picking at, at you. Now, this, of course, is the experience from the Republican side. Democrats tend to have a very different experience and a very different relationship with the media. But I think it's fair to say that, Whatever happens at the beginning of the campaign probably does not uh, fundamentally doom the rest of the campaign, with one potential exception, I will say, in this year's campaign, and that's Elizabeth Warren. No, I think her start was so bad. Right. And 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 her initial foray into the contest by, you know, doing that DNA test. I mean, that that I think did fundamentally doom her. But more likely than not, what you do early on is not necessarily going to have a huge bearing on your likelihood of winning the nomination later on. Fundamentally doomed is the title of the first volume of my autobiography, Lanhe. I don't know if you've gotten a chance to I've sent you several copies. Lanhe Chen is very good. Thank you. Yeah. Lanhe Chen is on the line, host of the podcast Crossing Lines Lanhe Chen. We're talking about Joe Biden uh, getting in. Is it significant? Well, two things. Uh, uh, he he went with a, a slick video as opposed to a big rally, Kamala Harris style. And let's talk a little fundraising. He's not a zillions of $20 contribution guys. He's a bundler traditional money guy, isn't he? He is. So there's going to be two things. One is money is still going to be very important. And I would argue it's I don't know. In my mind, I think it has less to do with where the money comes from than the fact that he's got money. Yes, he's going to get hit by some of his opponents if he's not raising a ton of low dollar money. But at the end of the day, money is money. It doesn't really matter where it comes from. So I think he's going to have to focus on really animating Democratic donors. And my sense is, by the way, he can do that, that in my conversations with Democratic donors, they've been waiting for Biden to get in. He's the guy that they want to get behind. So I think he'll be fine there. It'll be interesting to see. Um, how he does on the stump. And I, that's to your point about video versus having a big rally. You know, he can do both, in fact. So he can have his campaign announcement today 
and then go out and do big events. I think he's doing one in, in Pennsylvania this weekend, maybe recognizing the importance of that. So we'll have to see how he does when he gets out there. But but my thing about Biden has always been, you know, can this guy from the 1980s and 1990s run a 21st century campaign? And I think that's going to be the big challenge Joe Biden's going to face, a- along with probably being a little bit out of step from where the progressive base is on some issues. Debate's a little over a month away, so we're going to be full on running here pretty soon. How quickly will the field start to narrow? Because there's not enough money to go around for everybody. Won't there be a certain number of campaigns that just say, I got to quit. I got no money. Yeah, I mean, if 2016 Republican primary is any indication to us, we'll start to see people fold by the time we get to the middle to end of the summer. Uh, because the money's not going to be there. They're not getting any traction. I mean, look, I think there's a few of these candidates who probably thought that they would be more closely in the mix but aren't. Uh, you know, I'm thinking of someone like Kirsten Gillibrand, the senator from New York. She probably thought. I'm sorry, Lon. He. I'm sorry. Send. I just gave another hundred dollars to uh, to uh, what's my boy's name? Scott Walker. No. <laughs> no. Swalwell. It's Swalwell. It oh, just flitted yeah. out of my mind. It's funny. I had that joke all ready to go, <laughs> and I forgot the guy's name mid joke. Swalwell. <laughs> Swalwell. <laughs> it's. Uh, is it is it small well or small ball? I don't know. Um, right. But 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 anyway, it's it's the 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 point is you know we'll we'll, we'll have to see kind of how this all, all all carries out. But yeah, I would anticipate the field thinning out by the summer, and then by the time we get to um, Super Tuesday, which is March of next year, I bet we're down to two or three by then. Well, how much money do you need to just continue if your only goal is to raise your name recognition? Not all the people that get into a pre- – no. I mean, I'm sure you know that. Almost, not all these people on the stage or uh, giving these speeches ever plan to be president. They want to get a show on MSNB or Fox. Deal. Yeah, or a book deal or whatever. Yeah. Would you well, like to name any yeah, names? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who is clearly a, a, a resume uh, candidate, a climber candidate? Well, I think Swalwell is a perfect example of that. I, yeah. I mean – He's on MSNBC you know, every day now, Swalwell. Every day, because well, he's so that, big that, on that's exactly the whole idea. Right. I mean, maybe you, maybe you, you, you find yourself a little bit of a constituency, so that when you leave the Congress, you have a nice little TV deal waiting. Gotcha. Maybe you do a little book deal. You know, my my six weeks on the campaign trail. Uh, you know, whatever it might be. <laughs> Sounds fascinating. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure it'll sell, you know, 500 copies. But but the point is, you you guys are absolutely right. I mean, this is what these contests have become is an exercise in profile raising. And if you think back to 2016, think about how many Republican names we know now, because they got in and they didn't stay in for all that long. But we but we know the names because they decided to get in. And in some cases, you look at a guy like Ben Carson, for example, you know, he became a, a cabinet secretary out of it. So that, that's the thing. These guys were in the contest. Maybe they want a book deal. Maybe they're looking for money. But maybe they're looking for a potential influence in a future Democratic administration. So a big picture view from Lon He Chan of Joe Biden's candidacy. If you were a Biden fan, I mean, really thought he'd be a great president. You hope he wins. How nervous and or confidence are, uh, confident are you about his long-term prospects? Well, I think it's it's a little early to tell because you know we haven't seen how he performs once he get out once he gets out there. I mean, I think the it, it, it's it's like the car. You know, you know all the specs, you know what it looks like, you think it's going to perform decently well, but then it gets out there and it's just not. And the second you turn the key, it sniffs wanted. somebody's hair. <laughs> yeah, I mean, exactly, exactly. So so we'll have to see, but. 
Well, that's you funny know, you should say that because he's he's run for president more than anybody in the race. But you just think different times, different age, and so it's a, it's a completely new go round. Different age, different time, very different Democratic Party, by the way, than yeah. the one he ran in. The last time he ran for president in 2008, very different Democratic Party. I mean, ran for president, not 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 as part of a ticket or ran as not as part of a ticket. It, it, it was it was um, it was a different Democratic Party and a different Joe Biden. And, you know, 11 years makes a lot of difference on 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 the on the time clock, just in terms of his ability to connect. And we'll see whether he's got the endurance to make it. I mean, you already kind of see Trump framing this up. I guess see the Sleepy Joe tweet yeah. this morning. Uh, he's trying to frame this up already in, in, in terms of the, the old knocks against Joe Biden, that, that you know, uh, he's, the intelligence thing and the plagiarism thing. I mean, all that stuff's going to come back. So yeah, we'll see how he performs in the spotlight. Sleepy? Is he narcoleptic? Or does he just mean low energy? Or I've, I don't think I've heard that one. Yeah, you know, I think maybe it's just a. I, I think it might be an effort to try and poke him on his age, which is a little ironic, yeah. given that, that the president's no spring chicken either. Yeah. Can a seventy-two-year-old make fun actually, of a seventy-seven-year-old for their age? I don't well, know. Sure, but, but you know, the, the, the thing is, Trump doesn't. He doesn't behave like a seventy-something. Definitely not. He's, he's he's got a lot of energy. Right. Uh, Indeed. And so I think I think it'll be an interesting contrast. I think that's what he's trying to set up. Lon He Chen, host of the podcast Crossing Lines with Lon He Chen. His intelligence is not in doubt. He's uh, uh, domestic policies uh, study uh, guy at Stanford University, et cetera. Lon He, great to talk to you. Thank you. Hey, great to be with you guys. I appreciate it. Bernie was asked the I'm other day. I'm taking off my glasses. There it is. Ah, Director of Domestic Policy Studies. That's it. Bernie was asked the other day, are you too old to run for business? He said, follow me around on the campaign trial for a while. That's true for all of them. That's if a good you retort. Can, if you can physically do a campaign, well, then you're physically okay. Now, whether your mind's all right or not, I don't know. But Being president is much less tiring than running for president. No doubt. According to all of them. Very few of us right now listening could keep up the schedule these people keep up or would keep it up. Um, so that's something. Sleepy, sleepy Joe Biden. Half wet. When he's asleep, you can't tell how stupid he is. <laughs> Wait till he wakes up. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe ventilation system exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe ventilation system. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important. Important information.